Welcome to the Hey Salespeople podcast, where we focus on delivering immediately actionable best practices for sales professionals. I'm your host, Jeremy Donovan from SalesLoft. Hey, salespeople. Today is my great pleasure to welcome Asa Elder to the show. Welcome, Asa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Asa is the head of sales at Lucia. They're a B2B contact information provider. I'm sure most of our listeners already know who they are, and they provide phone and email addresses as well. Today, we are going to talk about a topic that's been super exciting for me is to understand a little bit more about bottom-up prospecting, whether you have a product-led growth strategy or not. We'll talk about what all those terms mean if you're not familiar with that. And I keep saying we because I have one of my trusty co-hosts on with me today, Shonday Person. Welcome, Shonday. Thanks, Jeremy. Good to be here. It's always great to do these because I, I get to meet, talk to you again now that you've moved from sales to engineering, but we're going to keep your sales skills sharp. Love it. <laughs> also, uh, just to get to know you a little bit, I'd love to know how you keep your head in the game in sales. What are some of the things that you do to stay centered? Great question. So one of the things I do is, first of all, I read a lot. I think that LinkedIn today, um, I don't read, let's uh, be honest, I'm listening a lot to books, but um, LinkedIn today is a very good tool in order to stay up to par with uh everything that's going on in the industry. And if you follow the right people, um, you will be, uh, you will know what's going on. And I'm an outbound person in core. I love outbound. I've been doing outbound all my life. Even today as head of sales, one of the, my greatest passion is outbound. And we can talk about how to do outbound in PLG, but I answer to a lot of outbound emails and I watch a lot of demos. Like a lot of people will come to me and will say, hey, if I like the approach, they will send me an email, an outbound email, and I will write, great approach. I would love to see a demo. And I'm, and that's how I see new tools there. And then I take them, I take a free trial, I break them, I press on all the buttons, try them. And if it works, I buy them. If it gives you value, we use them. I was going to ask, actually, when you're kicking the tires on all these tools so the salespeople know whether or not there's actually a viable opportunity. But there is a viable opportunity because you will buy the ones that are, are valuable to you. If it's relevant... If it's not relevant, I'm not going to answer you. But if it's relevant, like uh, I had some uh, company, I'm not going to mention their name, that told me that they organize SPIFs. And I said, okay, let's let's see. Yes, this is something that I want to implement in my organization. It's not a lot. It's about, I'm not going to name the price, but it ranged 3000 to 6000 a year. It's not a big deal. So you, you look at it. Yeah, absolutely. What are one or two tools that you've purchased lately that you think the sales team has gotten a lot of value out of? So first of all, obviously, you guys, um, SalesLoft, I can't live without, uh, I, I can't do Outbound without you. Uh, the yeah, way, was, I, I, I know, I, like I, know question, I, but... I, I, I really, like, I, it's hard, I'm sorry, like, uh, it wasn't a lead question. I really we'll believe, I really believe uh, that um, if you're doing Outbound specifically, and you don't work with tasks, and you want your, all your users, or all your leads to behave in the same way, in a cadence, Salesloft is a way to go. Uh, we use tools like DocuSign that it sounds like not a lot of people, like I've been to two different companies that did not use them. And it's not a big deal. It's DocuSign. And it's not that expensive. It, especially in Lucia, when it's high volume, my guys are closing 20 sales a month. You need that. You need that. It makes everything faster. And it controls the information of what kind of a PO, what, what does a PO look like? Can the AEs change the PO? What kind of, a, what is a quote? Uh, who needs to sign the quote? Does this, my CEO need to sign the quote? 
And it really made everything uh, organized in our, our organization because we have high volume. It's a high volume, low touch game. And every company is different and every company wants something else and every company has their own procurement. Well, you just mentioned something that I, I think probably made a lot of people's eyes open up, which is that your reps are closing 20 sales a month. So I think that's a very natural lead in to the topic of the day. So when, when you know, as we were prepping for the call, you mentioned you're a, a product-led growth company. More and more people probably don't know what PLG means, but can you just explain what that strategy looks like for, from a go-to-market perspective? I think that it's it used to be called a freemium, but now it's a PLG. Uh, companies like Lucia, like uh, Monday, like Slack, like Zoom.us give free access to their tool and you can use it as much as you want. If you want to start using it as a team, you need to pay. If you want to start using it in scale, you need to pay. Other than that, you can use Zoom.us when it's 101. And it's not even, you can use it, it's not even uh, blocked with four minute, 40 minutes. You can just use it. And if, you, if your product is intuitive and it works, more people will come back. Lucia, to sell Lucia in an inbound motion is not that difficult. People are using the product. We call them users. They're not leads. We're bringing users to our platform. We have over half a million users. Those users use Lucia. When they're ready to buy, they will put in an inbound, and then we'll talk to them. So the inbound motion is uh, pretty smooth because they're already. you don't need to give them a free trial again. They already know what you're talking about. They obviously have a need. You just need to double-click on their pain, and that's it, and they're good to go. Sometimes the price, right, or they do another test drive, but um, the essence of these companies is high volume, low touch. They bring in a lot of users. Slack, are, you can use it for free. They just want you to use it. They will make the product better. Eventually, you're going to buy it. If you're a team, that's what we do in Lucia. If you're an individual, use it for free. If you're five people, you're already a team, might as well get a subscription. So if a customer wants to buy your product, do they have to go through a salesperson to do it? Or um, is there a way within your platform to just upgrade to the paid version? Just like any other PLG company, we have a, a huge, half of our business is, is self-service. We started as a self-service only company. Um, up until two years ago, we were 70% self-service. Last month, I'm proud to say this was the first month that sales actually passed self-service. It was a... We threw a big party uh, in Zoom, right? It was remote. Um, but the way it works is if you want to use Lucia in a moderate way, up to five people, then you can. And you can go to the website. If you will come as an inbound, we will send you to the website. We'll send you a link. Go with the, you don't need to speak to a salesperson in order to do a $2,000 deal. But if you need more than five users or you need more than 10,000 credits and you're actually starting to have a high volume of usage, speak to a salesperson, not because of the need, not because we are trying to sell you, because we want to see what is the use case. How are you going to leverage Lucia? And we can help you with, from that, find the plan or custom, the plan that uh, that works for you. You said um, at some point, certain people will, will raise their hand as opposed to Right, they come in, they give you their email address, they download the Chrome extension, and so on. So, how how do you actually get them to raise their hand? Right. So, raising their hands is, has a lot to do with the email automation, and we have a growth team. That's that's the only thing they do. They 
I guess they move users through the plans. They're trying to see who is actually part of a team and try to move them up in order to talk to sales. But that's one motion, uh, raising their hand. And this is our biggest motion right now. This year, we're trying to do an outbound motion, which we can talk about and explain what is outbound in PLG because it's not actually uh, the outbound that uh, people understand and know. And we set a goal for us in, in Lucia that the outbound will bring as much as inbound. And that's what we're trying to do this year. Got it. And you said you know, you're figuring out who's part of a team. So I, I presume that's part of qualification that you probably get a lot of, uh, right, you're not getting VPs and CROs necessarily, you probably get some, but to sign up for Lucia, it's usually individual contributors, right? It's SDRs, it's AEs, maybe some CSMs who are trying to expand relationships within the accounts. So I, I, th- this gets at what we were talking about earlier on is like you need to qualify. And then on top of that, we'll, we'll kind of transition into bottom up prospecting. But how do you go about the process of qualifying this, all these people who are coming in, right? Some, some very qualified, some not at all qualified. Right. So let's just talk for a second about the inbound motion, put it aside. In an inbound motion, the way it works usually is SDRs use the product and then come to the manager and say, hey, Lucia is great. Go get Lucia. And then the manager comes to us and say, hey, I want to see what Lucia is all about. So there's authority, there's need, usually there's a timeline. So that's this part. The way we do outbound or outreach, because it's not really outbound, it's very, very warm. Um, Lucia has over half a million users in our database. So the first thing we need to do is to pick and choose the users we want to talk to. How do we do that? We look at companies. We know that, um, every, first of all, everything is around data, yes? We, we measure everything. We look at the data all the time and make sure that we're actually doing, what we're doing works. And we know in Lucia that in companies above 200 people, we have negative churn, which is an amazing um data point that we found out we actually if you stayed with us for four months you will probably never leave so the first thing we did is segmented the companies we want to work with you know it's trying to build our it's not really an ideal customer profile but it's the companies it's kind of a company score so we start with a company we want to work with so it's above 200 countries you want to work with do you want to concentrate on the united states right now do you want to concentrate on emia we know that in emia our data is probably the best in the united states we top 3 where do you want to concentrate right now we just opened a site in the united states so right now we're probably going to start concentrating in the united states so that's about the location in every company that we have by the way including salesloft we have at least in companies above 200 people, yes, we have at least five or 10 users for free. We get 600 new logos a month, not necessarily paying logos, but new logos a month. And the numbers are enormous. We look for companies above 200 people in the right geolocation, above 10 users. We want them to have 10 free users at least in Lucia. And then we start reaching out to those users. They're usually SDRs, right? Uh, they're actually using the product for free and they're SDRs. So that's what I do. We find a team that we think will benefit well with Lucia. We talk to them, to the SDRs, and we offer them free credits. We tell them, here, try Lucia. For this month, you get 30 credits, 40 credits, 50 credits. They try Lucia. Usually after you try Lucia, with the segmentation we give you, it works well. And then we tell them, okay, you want to try Lucia a little bit more? They usually say, yes, let me talk to the manager. 
I want to talk to the right person. So it's really a bottom-up approach as opposed to be a sniper and go, I want to talk to the VP product in that company. Let's bring this guy. What does that ask actually look like? Is it an email ask? Is it a phone ask? So you're you're engaging one or more of those SDRs and you're um, hoping that they're going to introduce you to their manager. What does that ask actually look like? So we have um, two kind of cadences for that. The first one is we call what we call power users. Power users are people that use 100% of the credits. Uh, when you sign up to Lucia, you get uh, five every month and you can get more if you do a certain activities. For example, if you recommend us to somebody or if you share some data with somebody, then you get more credits. So the first thing I'm looking for is the what we call a power user. Uh, finish their credits and we call them. That's the first thing we do. We say, hi, Jeremy, how are you? I see that you ran out of credits. By the way, the second you get run out of credits, I get a notification, right? It's called the PQL, a product qualified lead. So it's like an inbound that comes from the comes from the system, comes from the product. As I'm thinking through, if someone were to give me a business today and say, okay, you'll be starting with SDRs, my biggest fear would be that, okay, I'm talking to the people who don't have the budget. What are you giving them so that they can go to their managers and say, um, this is really what we need and this is why we should spend budget on it. Amazing. So, so first of all, just because I'm a big outbound guy, I teach all my guys outbound. And when, I, when we talk to customers, we are consulting them about their outbound initiatives. So let's say that you are a power user, right? So I call you immediately. That's my first uh, step in the cadence. And I say, hey, Jeremy, I see you ran out of credits. Um, what were you losing Lucia for? Would you like some more? What is your ICP? Who are you going after? And let me see if I can give you any value. Who else is on your team that will benefit from Lucia? A lot of the people, by the way, in big companies, uh, usually Google, when they're like individual contributors, they don't, don't give it to anybody. It's okay. I don't need you to talk to the manager. It's okay. Just continue giving me more credits. But we give them free credits. And we kind of help them. And we say, okay, you want to go after computer software in the United States? VPs? We have that. We're actually probably the best at that. Great. VP sales, we're 100% best in the industry. So here are some 50 credits. Let's talk, in, let's talk in two weeks. And we monitor that, obviously. If you finish the, those 50 credits in two weeks, we call them again and say, okay, you want more? I'll talk, let me talk to the manager. In the meantime, you know, we use a LinkedIn sales navigator and we're starting to look for other people in this team. It's very easy to find... All the SDRs that sit in Atlanta in um, Salesloft. Pretty easy uh, these days. Then, and we have their numbers, right? Because we are a prospecting company. So that's one cadence. And we call them and we tell them, here is Lucia for free. And I presume at the end of that, it's a question which is, you know, would you introduce me to XYZ? And, and better if you can name the person. It's not, would you introduce me to your manager? It's, would you introduce me to Shanday? Chris. Yep. Yep. And... The other cadence is for free users. They're not really using the platform. You download Lucia. You used one credit maybe, and you stopped and you forgot about it. And that's okay. It happens a lot. So what we do is we send you an email and say, hey, you remember you used Lucia before? Click on this link, you will get more credits. Try it again. You didn't give it a try. Just try the right way. That's why we encourage users. Think about Zoom.us. What they did is everybody had Zoom. And then COVID started. And then they just, okay, I already have it. Might as well pay for it. 
And that's what we're doing with Lusha. So it's not really, it's not pure outbound, what uh, you call pure outbound when you start cold calling people and say, you know, uh, there are a lot of methodologies that I taught, like micro agreements, uh, getting the customer to say yes a lot, you know, for him to say yes at the end to a meeting. It's not the case. It's, hey, my name is Asa from Lusha. Hey, Lusha, how are you? We know you. Right. Even whether they've downloaded or not, I think in the sales community, well, I should say, I know in the sales community, you have you have really good brand recognition that people people do know who you are. Does PLG take the place of marketing or do, does your marketing team also, you know, use traditional things like search engine marketing and retargeting and so on? Do they need to do that or is the word of mouth sufficient now that, that you don't need to do that anymore? So you touch a very painful uh, subject <laughs> because as head of sales, I don't know how many leads I'm going to get from inbound. Because their KPI is to bring in users. So they are bringing a lot more users. Now, uh, Lucia has been bootstrapped until three months ago. We ran for five years with no funding. We were a profitable company. And we just got around a uh, $40 million. Uh, and we just announced it. So now we're going to start actually putting money in marketing. But again, it's great. The user base is going to, we're going to have a lot more users going to go up. Would it come as an inbound? I don't know. I assume so, yes, because until now, that's how it works. And it should work like that. But I'm not relying on that. Bring me more users. I will know how to segment them. I will build my own lead score. And um, I will get these users to come to us in an outbound motion. And we will sell them. It works well. Do prospects ask you, I mean, obviously they're after data quality, right? Is, is uh, they're going to go with the provider that has the best data qualities. So I think you're speaking to the right, like the right differentiator in the different regions. Do you get asked, particularly by the revenue operations people, how do you actually gather the data that is, you know, the same or different than the competition? Great. So that's a very good question. And, uh, I think that that's what differentiates Lucia a lot from the competition. Um, Everybody can buy data, right? I can buy, we have 30 parties API, we bought crunch-based data, just like any other company. Every other company can do that. We can negotiate better maybe, or we have better relationships, but data providers are out there and you can buy data from them as well. What Lucia has is really interesting is we have half a million, over half a million users and about a third of them contribute data to Lucia. At the end of the day, Lucia data is business card. Remember when we used to go to events? That was fun, right? We used to go to events mm-hmm. and there was a lot of swag. I, I remember in the last sales loft event in Atlanta, it was socks. There was a lot of socks. Everybody brought socks. <laughs> it was great. That is apparently our, our most popular swag. I don't totally understand it, but one of my sons is crazy for, for socks. So I guess that's a thing. <laughs> Amazing. I love them as well. But in order to get a sock, what do you need to do? To give the care your business card, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. What we do in Lucia, we have our users get credits, get features, and contribute data. And that's why we, that's how we built a community that actually differentiated us from other uh, from the competition. We just buy data. Another thing that we have that I really love is we have again over half a million users. We're a PLG company, and we have our we have a data validation from our users. We have a thumbs up, thumbs down. Meaning if the data is wrong, they will do a thumbs down. And we have about a million calling, uh, API calls every day. Yeah. So even if 20% of it is using our validation and it's a lot more than that, then I have 200,000 people every day that are 
validating or 200 contacts that have been validated if the email is right or wrong, if the phone number is right or wrong. So that data validation gets our accuracy rate very extremely high. We, we don't have a, a PLG approach the way you guys do, right? No one, people can't just download SalesLoft and start using it. So we've created a bunch of, we refer to them as micro apps, but there are little sites like a cadence builder or a subject email subject line tester yeah. or an email body tester, right? So people come there and it's not exactly PLG, but it's marketing on steroids to some extent. So I'm, I'm calling people who use that and trying to find new ideas from them. And, and I, almost always the thing that they start out with is like, I just need better contact data. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you have sales loft, if you're looking for sales loft, you definitely need you do some sort of outbound or some customer facing engagement, and you need contact information. Yeah, it's indispensable. I mean, that's a key part of the tech stack. And I, I'm with you also on the fact that some of these data sources are are complementary. For, for you, Shande, when you know when you were until recently uh, like, uh, account manager and account executive, were you using multiple sources for contact data? Yeah, and I'd kind of hodgepodge it together. So there were, like, I'd use data providers, but then because I was an account manager, a lot of that information was in there. Um, And then, so as an account manager, I'm working with accounts that already kind of know us, but I'm also responsible for the growth and I need to get more contacts. So my best source was getting referrals, but a lot of times the people that, make the best customers, don't make the best referrals for whatever reason they want to, you know, like you said, just kind of hold it to themselves. If it's like Google or somebody like that, it's kind of like, hey, it's working for me, but um, I'm not going to spend time making sure that you are able to sell it within my company. They're competitive also when they find something. I mean, it's it's good to share, but they're competitive. They want to stay off the leaderboard. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So yeah, it, it can be your best, but it can also be like the toughest gatekeeper. Yeah, it's always a challenge. Getting that good data. Awesome. I'm going to ask you one last question. And oh, it's something that, you know, I've, I've actually been asking the people that I am trying to discover new new things to build, new fun things to build. And it's relevant now that Shande is a, an engineer also. So imagine, you know, I'll take two things off the table. So uh, and imagine that you were to go and start a new revenue tech company, a sales tech company. And I'm, the two things I'm going to take off the table is it can't be another contact data provider and it can't be a sales engagement platform like SalesLoft. So barring those two things, where do you think the the best opportunity is to build new sales tech is? As far as sales tech go, I need to meet the one platform that does all. It's very, I think that one of the biggest problems for outbound reps is they have too much. They have... They have a prospecting tool, right? They have Lucia or Zoom Info. They have an engagement tool, sales engagement tool. They have LinkedIn. They have LinkedIn Sales Navigator. They have Gmail. They have tons of Excel sheets. They have Salesforce. Sometimes they use Monday. Like they, There's so many. And a lot of the time, these platforms don't talk to each other. So if I want to send a message on LinkedIn, it will not be recorded in, sales, in Salesforce. If I want to call... Like, it's just, I want to make sure if I want to prospect, I want to make sure that it's in my CRM. I don't want to know who's working on it. There's just too much. It's a lot of bouncing and a lot of screens. Every salesperson has like three screens. Like you have two screens. You just need one platform that you will be able to do everything. I think you're spot on. I mean, it's it's a, a very aware answer to the question, which is it's not entirely clear that we need yet another 
sales tech company, although there's there's a lot forming right now in the opportunity management space. Oh you know, yeah, that, that space between yeah, I guess. Uh, CS and prospecting, but still, I, I think the the quote unquote smart money, right? The PE firms, the VCs, or even public markets are going to fund. Uh, you know, we're at that point now where the massive consolidation happens. It happened in marketing before when this happened. Mm-hmm. Eloqua got snapped up, right? All, all silver pops, so, you know, so on and on and on, right? That whole marketing space got got rolled up into into bigger companies, yeah. and I suspect we're at the precipice of that right now. Yeah, I think that there'll be like Amazon for sales, <laughs> so <laughs> that might be Salesforce, um, or it might be us. Like, but it it'll be a company that just kind of takes up a bunch of different things. Starts out with one very niche thing like selling books and then just snaps up a whole bunch of different things, finds a new way to market it, is easy to uh, adapt to different changes in the world. There was a previous wave of this and uh, the company that actually assembled the most pieces, I think, was Calidus. They did their acquisition wave and they I don't think they've been super acquisitive since since then. But uh, like there is the 2.0 or 3.0, whatever it is, version coming soon. Well, well also, it was uh, incredible to, to talk to you. Hopefully things are stabilizing there in Israel. We didn't actually mention the where the accent is from, oh, but yeah. you're in you're in Tel Aviv. I am so. in Tel Aviv. And I see you're in an office, which means you can get out and about, which is fantastic. Now I can. We had three lockdowns yeah. here in the last six months. It wasn't easy with three kids. Yeah, that is that is not <laughs> not easy. Well, again, thanks thanks so much for being on. And if people do want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them? I should say, what's the best way for them to find your contact info? Go to Lucia. You have my email there. It's assa at lusha.com. That's it. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Hey. Hey, Salespeople is a production made in partnership with Frequency Media. I'm your host, Jeremy Donovan. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to the Hey, Salespeople podcast. 